just three black kings Giving our thoughts to society From politics, sports, music, and whatever subject fits the need We ain't trying to make a grand, we ain't trying to make a band We just want to know who's bands I'm so happy to be here, blessings on blessings on blessings Taylor made life Yeah, I feel kind of here Yeah, I'm Rocco Shock Welcome to the Who's Man's Podcast What up, though, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Who's Masters podcast. I'm your host, Ron the Don, a.k.a. Mr. TaylorMade. In the building with me, I got my man's Conrad. What's good, beautiful people? It's another day, another dollar, another podcast from the Who's Man's guys. So, before we start, the usual suspect is here. We're going to find out who he is, though. Let's hear it. I got my drink in my two step, my drink in my two step, I got my drink in my two step, and it's on, and it's on, it's on, and the dum but the dum, and it never down. I never know what he says during that part, <laughs> but it's hype, it is lit. And you know, Swiss Beats is winning at life, so that's who I am this week. Swizzer Beaters. I well, I didn't. Ex- I didn't expect I that, but that, I'm not like, mad at you. But right. <laughs> you never expected Swiss beats to pop up. <laughs> nine, 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 2018. Uh, All right, let's go in and keep it moving. What y'all been up to lately, Kyra? How was your weekend? That was a good weekend. Um, Friday, I kind of just chilled. Got a text with some friends like, "Happy hour, are you trying to go out?" Um, I was like, all right, I'll hit y'all up after work. Got off work, got home. You know, when you shower, ate some food, and lay down on the bed, and that was it. <laughs> I was like, oh, I guess I'm... <laughs> they're like, where? It's like twelve thirty. Where you at? I'm like, uh, I'm in bed watching Netflix. I think twelve thirty. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> round two, twelve thirty. Where you at? I was like, I'm chilling. I'm not going out. But Saturday, I went out for a little bit. Um, and uh, I usually hate going downtown because it like it reminds me of Rick's at some of the places down there, and I'm just like over it, over the whole like crowded, elbow to elbow, drunk college kids. Um, but I went downtown this time, and it was all right. It wasn't terrible. But my only thing I'm gonna have an early who's man's on this one. <clears throat> Is to the creepy dads that are out and about <laughs> <laughs> at 10, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, 12.30. And they're always at the same spot in the middle of the dance floor trying to dance. <laughs> Kill them. Doing, doing the same, like, two-step white, white boy version. Like, it's almost there, but it's not quite there. And they're just creepy. It's like they're, not quite. And they're like quite. It's there. never quite there. And they're always like just staring at these young girls, like just waiting to like pounce. Like if it was like a freaking animal documentary, but switch it up and put dads in their niche of the clubs. And it's just it's just like one of them looked at me because he caught me laughing at him. Oh, like, wow. Correct. He caught me. <laughs> because I was just like, come on, bro. Like, these girls don't want you. Like, let th- leave them alone. And so he caught, he came up to me, like, trying to be all friendly oh. and laughing. He was like, huh? Like, I see you hating, bro. But, you know. Oh, I'm just oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh. 
was like, oh, this is a good <laughs> I was like, I'm just like, yo, man, these girls don't want to dance with you. I just feel like you shouldn't just keep pressing over it. Kyra, you did not say that. I'm like, they don't like you. And it's like the girls literally turned their back and were just talking to their girlfriends. And the guys just kept inching over and trying to, like, dance. And it just didn't work. It was just one of those things like, yo, like, I, I looked at them like, come on, bro. <laughs> Leave. <laughs> and so eventually they... Did the little half two step to another side of the bar, and I guarantee they're doing the same shit. But like, I know I shouldn't be hating these grown men just trying to live their life out here, but just stop being creeps, man. It's okay to to ask like, yo, you want to dance? I don't want to dance with you. Then go on somewhere else and try again. Maybe you'll get lucky. But just being creepy and standing and dancing on the side, <laughs> off beat, is probably one of the things. That does that. <laughs> That's the worst less, part. Less you're t- less attractive for these young girls to try and mess with you. Like at least be on beat. Like <laughs> <laughs> at the very least. I mean, all the other stuff we could work on, but you gotta catch the beat, man. Like, you gotta oh, well, catch it. But it was that was my Saturday night. Sunday was a great was a great great day, and you guys will find out why. But it was a great day. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, but look, though, you you mentioned uh, that they hit you up at like twelve thirty on Friday. I don't know if it's just me, but like if you hit me up at twelve thirty, you might as well never have to talk to me. Cause wherever I'm at, <laughs> is where I'm gonna be. <laughs> I ain't making no more moves at twelve thirty. That time of my life is over. <laughs> What's my thing? I was like, are they? That's like, like, are they good friends or they just don't know you? Because I feel like if. <laughs> If I didn't show up in the past six hours, you probably ain't gonna see me. <laughs> Those are emergency hours at this point. <laughs> I'm just yeah. getting me up because of bullshit. Because you might be really cussed off and calling my phone this late. Like, that really is some bullshit hours. Like at this point, you usually just going. If you go out that late, just know that you're gonna have the worst morning ever. Right. Because that means you gotta I mean, play I catch just up. I want you to know who you're talking to. Like, <laughs> it, <laughs> there was a time for that. That's it was in a place. <laughs> but neither of those are here. So. <laughs> all right, now what you what you up to, shot? First of all, you know, I'm just praying to God I don't become one of those dudes. Because you know, I wouldn't be the dude like creeping. <laughs> On the girls, I would be the dude, like, just dancing by myself in the middle of the floor. And people like, why is this man here? Like, <laughs> did he did it... right. <laughs> What happened? I'm like, I don't know this song. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, enough of that. Because I ain't going to be there, all right? I'm going to be better than that. Um, this weekend, guys, this is a uh, how do I say it it's a historic moment in the Who's Man's podcast um you know I've talked about this in previous episodes I've you know requested this um I prayed on this to be honest with you I had the opportunity to hang in public with Ronald Taylor and that's right blessed. I feel blessed I do I feel rejuvenated I feel like I can go on I feel like my life can go on um, Ron actually picked up the phone and actually followed through with hanging out with me 
Now, I mean, a lot of other stuff had to fall into place, but <laughs> he was there, I was there, we were there together. No, but for real, Ron and I hung out this weekend at a um, at this debate night that I'm sure we can talk about now or later. Um, but we had a good time there with some other beautiful black people with a lot of opinions because we all have them. Um, so I did that. I went to church yesterday. I went to this new church in uh, Plano. Uh, a shout out to former uh, member, or not member, but guest of our podcast, Amber. Uh, she invited me to her church, and I got up and went yesterday morning, met some cool people there. Um, and, and, I mean, ultimately, like, this weekend was the first time where it started feeling like, uh, you know... I'm actually home. Dallas is becoming more and more like home to me. So, uh, yeah, Aww. that was my weekend. Okay. Aww. I'm glad it's happening so quick. I'm glad. You know, <laughs> I mean, now wait till next week's episode or the week after. <laughs> Back on it. <laughs> I hate this place. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Fuck these motherfuckers and this traffic. We ain't going to talk about that, though. <laughs> right, how was your weekend? Uh, my weekend was pretty dope. So before we get down into the debate night, cause we definitely got to talk a little bit about that. On Friday night, went out to this dope concert. It was called Two Cellos, which has not, not affiliated with Two Chains. That's what I was thinking at first, but I was a little disappointed by that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, it, it was pretty dope. It was these two. Well, it was two guys mainly, but then they also had uh, like an orchestra behind them. But the whole thing is that they perform like all these popular songs, soundtracks to movies, TV shows, and all that. But they just using cellos and they get down like they was out here having like a rock concert by the end of it. It was pretty, pretty dope. dope. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like they got a, they got a bunch of videos on YouTube, so check it out. I mean, if they come to your city because it's, it's a tour that they're on, so they may be coming near you. I'd say it's definitely worth checking out. Nice. So that that's that was Friday night. So yeah, What's like these, I know, right? Thanks. Shout out to my girl and her family because I probably <laughs> had no idea about this. <laughs> Uh, shout out to being well connected uh, so yeah that was Friday night and then, so as B-Shop mentioned on Saturday night we went to this dope event hosted by a friend of ours who loves like he, he said he loves to argue and he loves to debate so he got together and decided to make a, a group event made you know official flyers got a venue and everything so it was essentially just a bunch of us coming out to have a good mind exercise we got a chance to just not only do we have to argue our own opinions on things, but sometimes we got challenged to argue against our own beliefs and, you know, mm-hmm. talk about things that we may not necessarily agree with. Just kind of open your mind up and see it from the other side, which is this great mental exercise that you should always be trying to do when you confront these type of things. But, of course, you know, when you get a group of black folks together, it's going to be some craziness, <laughs> too. <laughs> and, like, these are real people, so I, like, I can't put a lot of people's business out there, but, man, it's characters in this world. <laughs> My God. <laughs> You know, we can't put their business out in the street, but they did a good job of putting their own business out there. So <laughs> You'd be surprised how time. much you learn about somebody's life from them speaking from a good 45 seconds. <laughs> and uh, how surprised you are when you don't even ask for it. Right? Like, you don't even request any of the information that's being offered, but hey. But now up. you want more. Now you want to interview him. Now you, like, no, let's, let's get the debate. Let's talk about that. Oh, man. It was a good so, time. I mean, we had some great topics out there. Um, some of them you, 
like some of you he'll probably hear us bring up on this podcast and things that we might bring us a few guests for like definitely some great conversation starters so we can't spoil it for y'all just yet tell them what they were but just know they're coming <laughs> it's coming and we just wait on it for them. right <laughs> like we always do <laughs> <laughs> all right so let's go ahead and get down to business tonight <clears throat> who we got first up on the who's man's list <laughs> all right so I'm, i can't even believe i'm this is a who's man's like i don't understand I never thought I'd be having this discussion about grown <laughs> about grown adults. Yeah, I'm gonna say the adults now because so this past couple of weeks or yeah weeks yeah I'll say weeks. Apparently, um, you know nowadays that we're getting bored with food challenges. Um, you know used to be like you can do a cinnamon challenge and see if you can do that or you know the milk gallon challenge or you know how many bananas can you eat challenge you know things that you can like take in and maybe the consequences is you throw up because you can't finish it or you're too full and you you know your body will somewhat help take a little bit of nutrients out of those things that you eat but college students decided that that's lame that's boring we want to we want to go viral we want to make a big splash so we are going to you know decide to stop doing laundry from now on and uh we're going to start eating tide pods and see and see and see where that takes us in life and i don't get it I don't see the common sense in it, and I hate that the whole argument. But come on, guys, they kind of look like candy. Yeah, it says do not eat this. Um, <laughs> beads, <laughs> beads, <laughs> beads, beads look like candy. We don't eat beads. Uh, well, I, I should be careful. I should be careful because I might have just given someone an idea. Um, right, that's a new challenge. Bead challenge next week. Thanks to Conrad. <laughs> <laughs> But whose man's is really out here? Do I mean they really are out here eating Thai pods and like people? Apparently, there's been cases of people like being sent to the hospital, near death experiences. Like I just don't get it. Why? Is my question. <laughs> I don't want like, to say it But no we're going to say it Because when you look at the majority of the people that do it Okay <laughs> hey, Some of these things are like the others like... <laughs> <laughs> Look My fellow white brothers and sisters If you have a college friend Doing this I'm, I'm, po- I'm blaming you first You're not a friend Yeah and you don't like nice things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or you don't like them. Oh, Maybe you don't like why. them. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, if you encourage this, you just don't like them. Yeah, do that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see no, what's going to happen. I'm going to film it, okay? I think, I think you can do that. <laughs> so it's so crazy. Because, and also, I think it's ridiculous. So Tide goes out on this whole thing where they change their packaging. And they make this like you pop in trying to open pills. Like this, you know. And I'm like, you're making this for grown-ass kids. They're going to figure out how to open this. And now I'm mad. 
because it's just like they make it life harder for us. <laughs> Yo, I barely like doing laundry. Now I gotta figure out a, a fucking uh, read directions to right. put the damn direct the laundry next, detergent in. Next thing you know, you gotta sort of Da Vinci code just to fucking get some fabric softener. Right. <laughs> Look, man. Meanwhile, my funky ass clothes just getting dirty and dirty. <laughs> I can't figure it out. Cause y'all know how to act. Oh Damn man, it. it's getting to the extremes now. They're treating uh, tie pods like condoms, where you gotta have the security like unlock thing. Cause you know, right now, people just started stealing condoms, and they had to put them in like security locks, bags. And... Now you hold you holding up my day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I just want. First of all, like laundry is like the most. I hate I hate doing laundry. So now I have to type in this code, put my fingerprint on it. Man, scan, if I gotta start showing eye. ID, <laughs> right? Now that's when it went too far. If I gotta show some damn ID, enough is enough. And I'm gonna be mad as hell. I'm gonna show it because you know I gotta do it. But right. I'm gonna look at them like you for real. You think I'm gonna do it? You think I'm gonna do that? Right. That's what I'm like, nothing. sir. I don't know you, but they told me to check your ID, so I gotta check it. Some bullshit. So that's my who's no Look, stop eating laundry detergent. And damn it, I just saw another thing. I feel like I shouldn't say that. That sounds like coming out of my mouth. I'm just like PSA: stop eating laundry detergent. One more time: stop eating the damn. I get it. When you were younger, your mom threatened you. I'm gonna put soap in your mouth. But that doesn't mean that now that you're a grown ass kid, you put soap in your own mouth. Like that's not how it works. Stop eating laundry detergent <laughs> and don't go trying to snort gang because I saw some of y'all doing that shit. Lighting up <laughs> gang detergent and ate turn it up a notch. Like, damn it. <coughs> Stop. <coughs> it's not okay. It's not fine. Like, first of all, if I was a parent and I got a call, Mr. Mahoney's son thing. is in the hospital because he would he ate a Tide pot. I almost don't want to like, claim you. Throw the whole son away. Leave him. Let him think about what he did. Leave him. Ah, so we'll see. I mean, that's the first thing for 2018. We still got a lot of time in 2018. I'm sure some dumbass person is gonna do something stupid. We make three weeks in, three weeks in, and y'all eating laundry detergent. <laughs> Where the hell can we go? That's the scary part. Three weeks in. <laughs> Damn, that's when you, that's when you know we, we ain't all wrapped too tight. <laughs> Look, this little oh, challenge. God. I don't know what type of worldwide challenge we're doing where every year has to be worse than the last. This shit got to stop. <laughs> Man. What we were throwing water on each other and want ice and water. Now I thought that was a bit much, but <laughs> y'all said no. If you ain't almost dead, you ain't doing it. So <laughs> what if this was someone's? Notch. What if this was someone's New Year's resolution? Man. <laughs> like this year, I'm gonna adventure out and try something new. I'm gonna try new foods. I'm gonna try new laundry detergent in my foods. Man. If one of y'all write us and say, well, y'all said write down your goals and write down what you want to do in life, turn off the podcast, okay? Turn it off and go to your local uh, doctor, okay? Because you might need to be checked in. Like, don't, don't do better. What's wrong with y'all? It's got to be a lot. <sighs> anyway. All right. 
who else we got up tonight? We got another person on the list, don't we? All right, so this one's uh, not, <laughs> it ain't tied. Uh, <laughs> and the other thing that pisses me off about that is <laughs> I never wanted to admit this, but I never got into the Tide Pods because I'm like, I don't trust those to clean my clothes. I never got into the science, mostly because I didn't understand it. <laughs> you slipped, so like, but not. I'm too dumb to use it, and they too dumb to even like not know not to eat it. Now at least I know that much. But uh, that's neither here nor there. Um, my who's man's this week? Uh, I'm gonna just say two names, okay? And I don't know who's gonna fall under the who's man's uh, rule, but Monique, the comedian Monique, and Netflix. Okay, one of those two things, people, it's whatever you want to call it, is a who's man's this week. So, about maybe a little bit less than a week ago, Monique uh, set the internet on fire because she sent out this video to her loves, as she calls them. And she, uh, in so many words, said, hey, I need you all to boycott Netflix because... They offered me $500,000 for a comedy special uh, versus what they offered Amy Schumer, who ultimately was offered about $13 million, and what they offered Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle, who was first, uh, who were uh, both offered $20 million for their respective specials. Uh, now, I could stop right there and say... I, I didn't told a few jokes on this podcast. <laughs> I'll take five hundred dollars, all right? Let me know. <laughs> if y'all handed it out there like that, let me know, okay? Cause I want my money back. Like I didn't even laugh that hard at none of those specials. So I feel like somebody get gypped. But again, again, that's not that's not what this is about. So Monique said, Hey, here's why I want you to boycott Netflix, because they are displaying uh, racism and gender bias because Netflix basically told Monique that, hey, while we consider you a legend, um, we feel that um, Amy Schumer had a successful stint at Madison Square Garden. She had a movie come out. Whatever time frame this is, I'm thinking it's last year because that's when she did all this stuff. Um, and of course, Chris and Dave, Dave Chappelle are legends in the comedy game. Um, but we feel that you would bring in, basically they say you are, you're going to bring in $500,000 worth of people versus those other people. Now I'm going to stop here. No, I'm not. I'm going to, I'm going to keep going with some of the facts that she listed, um, as to why she deserves more. Um, cause at first, when I first saw the video, I was like, so now we got to boycott, you know, our entertainment so that millionaires can make more millions or complain about the money that they're making, which is more than most people who subscribe to the platform to begin with. Um, but I gave Monique the benefit of a doubt and I, I went and listened to... Um, a really, really good interview that she gave to Sway in the Morning. And there, she kind of listed some of her facts as to why 
she feels this is not fair. And I had to agree with some of it. Um, if you follow Monique, or if you don't follow Monique, um, Monique is a African-American comedian. She's been in the comedy game for 30-plus years. She is, believe it or not, one of the most highly decorated comedians of our time. And most of that is because of a movie that she was in called Precious, where she basically won every cinematic award across the world. And that's not even exaggerating. You literally can go look it up. She won everything that year. Um, She's been touring all around the world as a comedian. She uh, had her own highly successful specials. She was a part of a highly successful special with the Queens of Comedy. Um, So she's, she's put in the work, basically. Uh, you may also think about what happened a few or have heard about what happened a few years ago in Monique, uh, where she said that she was blackballed and she put out some names that you usually don't hear people call out. So she said Tyler Perry and Lee Daniels and the Queen, Oprah Winfrey, as uh, those people who were part of the system, I guess, with for blackballing her. Now, here's the thing, and where she got me is that Monique's story has not changed all these years, okay? She's been saying the same thing. She's been saying or been out loud about, like, how unfair Hollywood has been to her. Um, Everyone may not agree or may not, you know, feel like they have to cape for her. Um, But I'm curious as to you guys, like, what do you think about uh, Monique? requesting how about we start with her requesting us to boycott net boycott netflix over this amount and then do you think it's like fair uh i'll start by saying i i'm not boycotting netflix that's not gonna happen not over this (laughs) (laughs) so what i say from here on out is definitely still like in her support but i just just don't going that far so i think it wasn't fair for her to ask us to do that Mm mm-hmm um, yeah, I don't, I, it's just, I don't know, like, I can see where her, like, disappointment in the whole situation, but also I'm seeing, like, <clears throat> Netflix is trying to make a business, and I think that, just to be honest, I'm sure that Dave Chappelle, well, not I'm sure of it, Dave Chappelle is bringing more fans more people to Netflix than she would and I think also what mm-hmm. was that chick's name Amy whatever Amy Amy Schumer she's gonna bring a lot of people to Netflix as well not saying Monique won't bring in as much but I don't think Netflix also may not also not necessarily know all Monique's fan base and thinking that if they do pay her that much they're taking a risk look Monique if you're you're I don't <clears throat> I never really followed her much anyways besides in Precious um, and so to me, it doesn't really bother me because I, if she was on Netflix, I probably wouldn't watch her anyways. But I think that if it's that big of a deal, I think for her to make a statement, just like Wanda Sykes did when she tried to get a special and they paid, they were going to offer her 250k, she left and went to another broadcaster or another company that was willing to pay her the money that she's worth. So I feel like that's what Monique should do instead of trying to roll up this whole boycott thing wasting her energy in this and stuff she can just 
they're like, all right, well, I'm going to take my talent somewhere else. They're going to expect or going to like pay me what I'm worth and maybe she'll do big, be big time and then Netflix will be like, bite their tongue and offer her money. I don't know, you know? So, yeah. I, it's, yeah. <clears throat> it's just what, it is what it is. I mean, obviously there's, there's uh, gender inequality when it comes to payments and stuff, but also at the same time, she's got to realize, um, I feel like who she's going against and what mm-hmm. Netflix is already and their fan base and I don't think she has that big of a fan base to bring to Netflix. Yeah. You know, I will say I did feel conflicted about this for uh, at least a little while because 500k I do feel like that is a disrespectful offer to give to her, especially if they're willing to admit that they know that she's a legend and that she deserves to at least be paid like you know, some type of standard like, you know, your name has a clout to its fee and 500k is well below that. But at the same time, it's just hard to boycott them over a special that I wouldn't watch anyways. So what if they offered yeah. her two? What if they offered her two mil? Would that be still too low? Yeah, I no. think her thing, and she said something that really like stuck out to me. Um, she basically called out Netflix, and um, <laughs> I mean, look, the lady. <laughs> If you tell Monique something, she remembers everything. Uh, The person or the head of comedy or live comedy at Netflix told Monique that, you know, they consider her a legend and that they thought that she would do really well for Netflix. However, they said that they don't pay people based off of their resume. So that's why she brought in the example of Amy Schumer. Because some people are saying, oh, you just brought in Amy Schumer because she's white. But no, that's because Netflix actually told her why they gave her the money. Because originally they offered Amy Schumer $11 million. Amy Schumer, that was a story of, I think, a year ago. She used, she also used the same um, story of, hey, Chris and Dave got $20 million. Why am I being offered so much less? And of course, like, Black Twitter went off, like, uh, because you ain't Dave or Chris. Uh, you don't deserve that. <laughs> but Netflix still threw her another $2 million. That's how she got to 13. Um, and they told Monique that they consider her a legend. So Monique, her her equation or formula is, well, if Chris and Dave are a legend at $20 million and my resume is better than Amy Schumer at 11 or $13 million, why am I not somewhere in between there? Now, I definitely don't agree that she should be paid that much. Um, but I heard two really good takes on this. One was from Monique, which I'll say later. But another one was from like this popular blog website that I like to go to. It's called That Great Juice. And I thought they put out like a really good strategy for Monique of what she could have done instead of taking this route. They said, hey, yeah, 500000 is disrespectful, but she could have negotiated for her a bit more money, maybe that two billion mark that you just said, Conrad. And then she could have killed the special. So even people who say they wouldn't watch it, wouldn't watch it, would have to just to hear like what all the word of mouth was for. And then she could go out there and promote the hell out of the special and make it so big. And then what she could do is go back to Netflix and say, Hey, look at what I did. I'll do another one for you, but you're going to have to pay me what what I'm worth, almost. And 
and there's a few examples of of entertainers doing that. I mean, hell, my favorite, Janet, Michael, all the big ones have had to do it before because of, you know, low points in their career where they had to, like, prove that, hey, I'm still a draw. Um, that would have been, been a good strategy. Now, Monique came through and said something that really, really stuck with me, and I'll be curious to hear what you guys think about both points. But she said... If I were to accept that $500,000, what happens to the next black female comedian that comes after me? What are they going to offer her? Because they're going to use me as the example, like, oh, Monique accepted $500,000. Why do you think we have to pay you more? And she used Tiffany Haddish. And I think that was very, very, like, that was a really good example because even though Tiffany Haddish is hot, Monique is is a legend in the comedy game. So if if it would be such a great example for them to say, hey, Monique is like the tip of the iceberg. That's what we pay. Why would we pay you more than her? And now she's the example for all the black female comedians to come after her as opposed for her as opposed to her doing what she's doing now and say, hey, you're not paying me what I'm worth. So what do you guys think of that? That makes sense. I think she, <clears throat> I think she raises a good point, and I don't think in theory, I think that they could go against that, but I think in practice they wouldn't, because I think in theory they could always say, well, we paid Monique based off of we thought she could bring in, and we're going to pay Tiffy Haddish more because we think she could bring in more. But I think in real life they actually would lowball her and pay her less than five hundred k. Yeah, I can see that too. I mean, it's like. <clears throat> It does make sense, but at the end of the day, it's all about, I feel like, bar- bargaining for what you're worth with companies. And if you're a big-name person, you can bargain and still get more money than a top legend. But it's a very valid uh, argument because it's it sets a, it can set up a failure for black comedians to be on Netflix and who deserve more. Yeah. But I still think that... <clears throat> It was a reach as far as her reaction, like boycotting, and I just feel like she should. I feel like she should just use go to another platform to prove them wrong. If anything, go where you. I think she will. Go where you are welcomed and are felt that you are worthy to be paid whatever you think you're. You know. Um, Yeah. Instead of trying to fight this company, because they really don't care. Like you said, they have Dave Chappelle, who's bringing in lots of money right now, just off of. What is it? Two, four, four. Uh, what he put a four specials. Mm-hmm. And he's bringing in. They got Chris Rock coming. They got Jerry yeah. Seinfeld coming. Well, already on there. They got a lot of people coming. Yeah. So. Ellen. I don't know. We'll see. But I I do think it's a timely argument with the Me Too campaign and or no Times Up campaign. I'm sorry. Time and I mean Me Too is a part of that too. But um, because I a quote has been going around that Viola Davis gave a few years ago where she was talking about like, hey, I think she was talking about feminism and she was saying, hey, yeah, it is important for women to be paid equally to men in Hollywood. And I know a story came out a few weeks ago about or no, last week about Tracy Ellis Ross 
with uh, Blackish and saying that she gets paid significantly less than Andy. Uh, Andy, what the hell is wrong with you? Anthony Anderson. Um, but Viola Davis also stated like, hey, yeah, while that's while that's true, if you look at the pay of black women in Hollywood compared to white actresses, you could pair us all together and we still get paid half what Jennifer Lawrence or what uh, who's another, Scarlett Johansson or any of those white actresses are making. I mean, if you look at what Jennifer Lawrence made in 2016 or 2017 one of those years where she was the highest paid actress she said you could put every single black woman in hollywood and put our pay and put it together and it's a quarter of what she made throughout that whole year um so i i would be interested to see where this goes i don't think she's gonna win against netflix i don't think netflix is gonna budge um but I mean, I support her. I hope she does go somewhere else with this. I hope, I hope this, now look, don't do all this, Monique, and this, it sucks, okay? Because <laughs> if you do all this and you're not funny, then that's going to be a problem, all right? Um, but I do hope she goes somewhere and, hell, maybe you own it. Own it and launch it yourself. Get some other people to back you um, and you take all the profit yourself. But we'll see what happens. Oh. All right, and and niggas, you want to win on that? No. Pay All right, then. Money. <laughs> Pay me what you owe. Cut that check. Cut that check. All right. All right, then. <laughs> Let's keep it moving. So we're going to go ahead and kick it to the next section of the podcast. It's called Drink to That. So this is where we go ahead and take a moment to put a drink in the air for anyone out there who's doing something dope, celebrating something great, or just doing something that we feel we want to support. So first up on the list tonight, I'm going to show a little love to a party organization that I haven't had a chance to be a part of yet, but it's definitely on my list of things that I need to do. So the group formerly uh, known... You said earlier it's part of your bucket list. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not... <laughs> I couldn't find the right way to phrase it, but yeah, it's, it's on my bucket list. I need to, I need to go to this. <laughs> and it's even more better now. Cause... So anyway, the, the group we're talking about is uh, formerly known as Palooza. So for those of you who don't know what that is, it was basically a group of guys. They threw together parties all across the country, and they called it Henny Palooza. They had basically just Hennessy everywhere, Hennessy sponsored. Not even Hennessy sponsored, because that was actually one of the issues, that Hennessy would never actually want to work with them. They said they took a bunch of meetings with them, but they could never actually make it official. So at the end of last year, they just stopped doing it, and they stopped having the parties. But then today, they just announced that they're coming back, and they've rebranded as Duce Palooza. So they've actually got an official partnership partnership with Ducey. They're official branding, officially sponsored. It's all real now. They're not just out here doing it on their own. And they're coming back and they're doing it better than ever. So I feel like this is real dope for like a group of friends that's out there. They had a passion for something. They got together, organized it, spread it around, made something real out of it, made some money, had some good times. And now they're turning it into something even bigger. You know, same thing we try to do here. So I got to right. show a little love to them for doing something that was that was passionate for them and they actually found a way to make it work so shout out to them for that that's so dope like that is dope like you, all you want to do is have some fun with your friends you guys see an opportunity to make it bigger and then you know life happens so that's that's sweet and it's also just a story of dedication because like I said they've been doing it for a few years I think they've had about 50 shows 
and they could just never make it official. But they didn't give up, and they actually found a way to do. You know, they had to pivot from where they were, but they found a way to keep that dream going just a little bit differently. Good example to never give up on your hopes and dreams. Right? It may not look like exactly what you picture, but it'll work out. All right. If you just keep it going, keep focused. All right, now what else we got up on the list tonight? Hey, mine's gonna be real quick. Just so I don't make y'all Is it? feel <laughs> right. I do need to give you a moment. Right. Real salty. <laughs> if you have a chance when you edit this episode, if you want to throw some music when I'm talking right now, that'll be perfect. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not, not doing that. Some fanfare type music. <laughs> um, my drink to that obviously is going to my squad, the Eagles, for uh, pulling off uh, really some. I was not accepting this blowout, and I thought it was going to be a lot closer, but I guess Minnesota wasn't ready, or they got all their luck out against that one catch last week but <laughs> use it all out there right huh? <laughs> they did not show up at all <laughs> they, for, yeah it was it was rough for them but i'm excited going to super bowl haven't been back since 20 yeah 2004 and haven't won one since 1960 and that was the only time oh, wow. we went to the super bowl so it's really dope to see them there and Dope to see uh, MSU fellow Spartan leading the Eagles to the Super Bowl. So that's all I have to drink to. I'm going to leave it at that. Um, don't hate, because if you hate, I'm just going to keep rubbing it in your face. You know, off principle, I want to hate, but I'm a lion. No, no. So, so ain't no, shit I can I'm say. I'm a little disappointed that you like so <laughs> humble with it. Like, I wanted, I wanted more. <laughs> I know you wanted more, but man. Like, I'm almost rooted for you guys now. Well, I am. Because... <laughs> You wanted the uh, my di- the director of our lab is a Patriots fan, and as soon as I walked in, he just pointed pointed his finger at me, and kept walking. I was like, oh, oh, so we we beefing right now, and so I saw him again. I was like, so we so what's the waiver? We putting a bet on it? And he was like, I'm ready, let's do this. And then he, he went and said, uh, Are you the only misguided Eagles fan in this lab? And I was like, yeah, I'm the only Eagles fan, but I got a lot of haters that don't like you, so you're basically the Lone Ranger Ooh. in this lab. <laughs> Get him. He was like, like Baba. <laughs> 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 well, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, Super Bowl Sunday. Um, yeah. I'll leave it at that. Go ahead, bro. You know what? What? I ain't mad at you. I was going to say, I ain't mad at you. Yeah, all right. I I I'm not going to hate. <laughs> I was waiting for nah, smart, I ain't, I'm, smart remark. No, no hate. <laughs> right. I'm just hoping Ron, you guys show up. Ron going to text me, fuck your Eagles after this. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> I just hope uh, you guys show up and do not allow that man to win his 98th, 98th uh, Super Bowl title. Because they feel like he done won about 100. So, <laughs> uh, I can't even get I mad at that it. guy. I can't hate, man. He's just good. Oh, well, I can hate, but uh, <laughs> I get what you're saying. Like, <laughs> I can't and will. Don't do nothing. Yeah. Uh, anyways, let's but, move on. We're going to talk about my twin, so we can move on to that, too. Uh, here we go again. <laughs> this is what I wanted for the Eagles talk. But uh, my who's, or not who's best, but my, my dream to that is is to the phenomenal 
amazing talent that is Sterling K. Brown, a.k.a. Sterling K. Conrad, Death Valley County uh, twin. <laughs> Sterling made history. I mean, at this point, we might as well make him like a permanent fixture of the drink to that area, area because he's made so much history this year. Uh, and it's only, like I said, three weeks in. He's the first African-American man to win uh, lead dramatic actor um, at the Screen Actors Guild or SAG Awards. Uh, they won last night. Also, the show, which if you're not watching This Is Us, then you're not with us. Oh, yeah, like that, <laughs> I did there. Uh, she did there. <laughs> they also won for uh, dramatic series. Uh, so yeah, I mean, of course he gave an amazing speech. Uh, I just, another thing I love, like how his wife was right there with him, just happy for him and hitting on him. Like, boy, you did it. Like so proud of him. Like that has to be, uh, an amazing feeling for him to like be enjoying this moment or having this moment. And then, um, you know, I assume he loves her because it's his wife, but like to have her by his side the whole <laughs> way. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't want to say nothing that they like, oh, we hate each other. But um, <laughs> to have like the love of your life right there next to you, rooting you on and, and, and having your back. So I thought that was cool. And I mean, oh, dude is having a major moment. I mean, yeah, he has the TV show that he's killing week in and week out. But he has like the Predator movie coming up. I think this summer he had he was in Marshall last fall. Um, I mean he's making some moves like on the modeling tip. Um, he's just living his best life. So swag him out. Swag you out too, Conrad. I'm proud of y'all. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> get the residual. I wish I, I wish I did, man. We, I'm gonna keep tagging him until he realizes that. So, 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 <laughs> okay, Conrad, so, don't so get arrested. So, so would I be <laughs> here if I say I don't see it? I don't care. I, I didn't think. Oh. Leo, <laughs> <your> truth. <laughs> My opinion don't matter. Nope. <laughs> uh, no, I, I was, I used to say I don't look like him. I don't look like him because. Everyone in the two people that everyone says out three people everyone I say look like is this dude and um, Orlando Orlando Jones from Drumline. They think I look like him. That's some someone asked me. Oh, I don't see that. This Was it your friends? Lady, no, this lunch lady. I know. The, <laughs> they don't sound like friends. <laughs> they eat Thai pods. <laughs> <laughs> this lady at. MSU, the lunch lady in Holden one day stopped me while she was serving my food. She was, she was just looking at me. Like, she really believed it. Yeah. She, she, she stopped doing her whole job. And she, I was like, did I do something wrong? Is there something on my face? I, I, what's going She's like, you know who you look like? I was like, who? You look like that drumline conductor. What's his name? I was like, Orlando Jones? She's like, yeah, yeah. And then she went over there and grabbed all her friends. Hey, y'all, does he look like Orlando? <laughs> I was like, what is good? I just was like, man, can I just get my, uh, what was, what was this? <laughs> can I get my chicken bowl? I just really right. Can I just get my chicken bowl right now? I'm just trying to get, <laughs> trying to get out of here, okay? <laughs> Yeah. That, him and uh, the dude off of uh, Grey's Anatomy. 
the black doctor. Oh, Isaiah. Yeah. Yeah, Isaiah Washington. I never watched that one. I can't comment on that. Dr. Burke? Dr. Burke. Oh, no, that's the old guy. Whatever his name is, yeah. Shout out to Darno. We know that's your show. Man, take that shout out back. I took that shout out back. Ain't get no shout out. <laughs> Give it to someone more deserving. Man, but how uh, dope would it be if you had a year like that where? Well, I don't know. Oh yeah, like where everyone just loves you, and every award show, they're happy that you're winning, and like I feel like it's a fine line because you either. They're either happy that you're winning, or they're like, "Oh my god, you again! Like, why did you win so much?" So, oh, you know, it's gotta be the haters. You just gotta block them out. Oh yeah, yeah. But you know, we root for everybody black, so we not hating. We love you, still. <laughs> Show. <laughs> all right, man. I think that's all we got for a drink to that tonight. So we're gonna go ahead and keep moving to the next sex, the next section. That's right, y'all. It's time for. What's on our mind? I wanna know. That's right, y'all. It's time for what's on our mind. So tonight we brought in a special guest for us. I'm gonna let Conrad go ahead and introduce her. All right, ladies and gentlemen, got a proud moment moment to introduce my best friend. Uh, Known her since I was 13 years old from the same hometown, uh, so we go way back. And she's uh, a beautiful person, a beautiful mom, and beautiful friend, and soon-to-be beautiful wife. Um, so, with no further ado, I'm going to introduce my girl, Kaylee. I call her Kay Hill. So, Kaylee, introduce yourself. Tell us uh, some more about yourself uh, before we get into this little topic that we have for the the guests oh hey i'm k hill um like conrad said been best friends since like junior high when our schools merged and everything um i am a mother i am a fiance i am a full-time career woman i am an accountant of former hooper four years in college (laughs) so and i just think that you know i'm here on this earth to like make a difference and you know my whole model for 2018 is speak your truth so i mean i get to do that now so i'm excited nice nice love it yo so before we get into it can you tell us how the conrad was like in middle school Uh, (laughs) i wasn't expecting this (laughs) we would definitely take any photos i have i do have um photos like and i call it the vault (laughs) so like you'll see them like come out you'll see them come out like for throwback thursday like every once in a while (laughs) oh Oh, yeah but conrad was really sweet conrad was really sweet and my mom actually worked at the middle school as a um gym teacher shout out mama hill um everybody shout loves her yeah and she like always like would say to me she's like why don't why don't you date conrad like why don't you bring home someone like conrad I'm like <laughs> oh I'm like oh mom that's my bro like no <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so he... so let's get to that. <laughs> <All right. laughs> 
for those of you who may not have heard our earlier episode where we had a conversation about gender norms talking about um what was that racer's name uh oh, damn what was his name oh lewis hamilton lewis hamilton Lewis yeah, Hamilton. yeah, Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, so we had the conversation talking about should your child, would you be okay with your child wearing dresses and gender norms and that whole conversation? So if you haven't had a chance to listen to that yet, I would suggest you maybe pause the podcast right here, go back and check that one out. I believe it's on, what was it, Alexa, Mind Your Business? I think that's the other <laughs> episode. Yep. yep just... <laughs> oh. Hey, she just heard me that. <laughs> Alexa so saying, yeah. "Look, I'm trying to find the place where I need to buy my business." <laughs> but y'all keep calling me. Oh yeah, so go back and check that one out before you dive into this one because it's gonna be a continuation from that conversation. So the whole reason we brought Kaylee in today is to give us her insight, being a mother of how old is your child? Oh, wow. oh, that's great. So she has. So we were definitely talking about a child of that same age, so she can really give us her insight and her input. Because we were just having a hypothetical conversation, and none of us got no kids. So we definitely want to get some input from someone who could actually tell us, you know, being in that situation, how would you think you would feel? So let's just go ahead and get into it. You want to go ahead and give us your your uh, perspective? For sure. Um, first of all, like being a parent and like having a child, you had your perspective completely changes like you think you're like when you don't have kids and you see kids out and like these parents are like oh what are they doing like why are why are their kids behaving so badly like why are they doing this and i would do this if i would have kids no you don't know until you have kids. Mm. so mm. like um i have a daughter so i am on the opposite end of the spectrum of what you guys were talking about previously so um when we found out that i was pregnant my fiance and i decided we are not gonna find out the gender of the baby until the baby is actually born so um mainly we did that just because we wanted to like just it for to be a surprise and then also, like, my fiancé just wanted to, like, really irritate some people because <laughs> they didn't know what to buy him. Because <laughs> he's petty like that. <laughs> but, um, so we didn't know. I did not know until she came out and he told me it's a girl. And, um, but we had talked about it before, like, how we would raise our children. Like, if we had a boy like you know we would raise him to respect others and you know teach him that like no means no even when she's drunk all that stuff and then with a girl we were gonna let her just be a little hellion and that's exactly what i have (laughs) like she (laughs) jumps she jumps off the couch she like swings from her playset in the backyard like she likes to play with cars. Her favorite movie is Cars. Like, that was her theme for her second birthday. Like, Lightning McQueen, that's her best friend. So, like, you know, and we, she even plays with tools. Like, she knows how to use a socket wrench. Like, what other two-year-old <laughs> girl knows how to use a socket wrench? <laughs> so, we don't place gender norms on her. Like, we let her, if she wants to dress up like Batman, she can dress up like Batman. We don't care. But I understand that it makes some people feel uncomfortable if their son 
dresses like a girl or he does activities that are labeled to be for a female like like b shark when you told the story about you playing in the kitchen the playset whatever like you know some people might be like oh he's a boy he don't need to be playing in the kitchen like what's he gonna do in there Mm -hmm. but i'm here to tell you like like it's 2018 like gender roles are completely like reversed like in my situation, like, I'm the breadwinner. Like, I make all the money. <laughs> and, like, my fiancé is better at cleaning than me, and he's hella better at cooking than me. <laughs> but we balance it out. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't ever want to put that, like, gender norm on my children because they might be in a situation like me. And, you know, I mean, they could go find somebody that's, like, complete opposite of them or the same as them. I mean, I don't care. Love is love. Love whoever you want. But, you know, it. I just want them to be happy. And I really honestly feel like um, gender norms are taught to kids. Like, and there's been studies out there. Like, kids find out, like, all these gender norms by the time they're, like, 10 years old. So, I mean, it's not the same, but it's along the lines of the concept of racism. Like, you teach your kids racism. Like, they don't know that. So... That is my opinion in a nutshell for right now. But, I mean, I'd like to know, like, what you guys think about it. Like, because I know, like, Ron, you said before, like, you don't want your son to be wearing, like, a dress or something like that. Which is fine. Like, I respect that. That's your opinion. Um, But, like, what I want to know, like, why? Is it, like, moral? Is it religious? Or are you afraid, like, he would get made fun of? Yeah, for me, I've had a tough time kind of like communicating fully the reason why I feel this way because it doesn't come from a place of hate or fear. Like, I don't necessarily care if they ended up growing up into someone who went to wear dresses, but I just feel like it's a place of giving them boundaries and and learning to understand that there are certain things that are going to be meant for you and things that aren't meant for you. And when it comes to things like, you know, cooking and cleaning or if they want to play with, uh, those type of toys, I wouldn't have any type of problem with that because, like you said, you know, it's 2018. Those roles could be reversed. You could end up being the one who's in that position when you're uh, when you get older. But I guess where, where I end up drawing a line is where it comes to clothing, and, and that just maybe at least for that stage of their life. Because if they come to me ten years down the line talking that way, I think I may feel a little bit more comfortable with being open to them telling me that and having those type of uh, freedoms to do those type of things. So <clears throat> it's um, so I had this conversation with my coworker because she's. Um, she has a son and um, she doesn't also you know discuss about gender roles and she allows her son to wear he thinks um, she was telling me for example her son has these pajamas that are like leggings purple leggings with like glitter and everything and he thinks they're the coolest thing ever and he likes wears them to sleep at night his mom doesn't care if he wants to wear he has two other sisters and they're doing his their nails and he wants his nails done She's like, whatever, do what you need. But also he understands when he goes to school, he knows what girls do and, you know, what boys do. And he knows the difference at a young age. And I think for her, what she explained to me is that, one, it's like, for which is really cool, which is really the main thing. It's like, it's none of your business what other people, um, one, like, teach their kids on how to, or how to raise their kids. But two, it's, why does it matter? Um, because 
like for instance when Kaylee was talking about her daughter he she said or like if they had a boy they will you know teach their boy to you know be respectful to women and treat women in this manner and learn you know no means no but when they have a girl they let her do anything like or like you know just go crazy and work with tools jump off the couch you know stuff that little boys are usually the ones doing you know settle down like sit down you know stop jumping off the couch and so on and that kind of bring reiterates my topic when i said it's easier to have a girl do that because one you're looking at especially from a dad's perspective like my little girl is a tomboy so i can she can be a little girl some days and some of the times i can you know take her outside and play catch with her or she can get dirty and help me fix the car and it's like a like a like you hit the jackpot as a dad because you got a girl who does both things that you can like and she can go to her mom and do the girl stuff you know kind of thing but then why is it so i asked like my coworker that i put that example and i was like so with kids who are boys and they come on they like want to wear a dress because like brian said saw mulan or whoever was the cartoon character moana whatever it is you know and they thought they were dope and they wanted to be that character why is it so hard for us as it's pretty mostly males for us to accept our sons or future sons like why is it so hard for us to adjust to that like oh they're just a kid you know they're exploring whatever they think is fun with their imagination at the time because you can still ask a four-year-old kid hey why are you wearing a dress and they'll tell you because this this because i thought i saw this here and because this person was wearing a dress it's not like they don't know why they're wearing it it's not like they just put this dress on and be like oh i look pretty there's a reason to why they put it on because even if we may say they're four or three they still have a concept of what they like like you said your daughter likes cars and she is obsessed with cars and now anything that deals with cars she just relates it to this cool tv show or a cool movie she watched and these cars are talking and going fast and that's all she thinks about so my question sorry i kind of like kept going on is why is it so hard for us to adjust to that when it's coming to a boy especially when they're doing things that are outside the social norm of what boys do compared to what girls do. Anyone can jump out. Of <laughs> well, I think that if you think of masculinity and femininity as a, a spectrum, then I think there's more things that fall on the side of masculine that shouldn't, that, that women should be allowed to be able to partake in. Then there are things that are considered feminine but shouldn't so i think that it's a little bit more leeway that i would i would feel comfortable giving to a, my daughter compared to what i would give to my son because i feel like there's more things that were taken from her from my society that shouldn't have compared mm-hmm. to the other way around mm. b shop i man that was that was such a good point um yeah i i agree with ron like yeah a lot of stuff falls on God, I agree. That's such a good point, Ron. I'm not trying to add surprise that you made a good point. I'm sorry. But uh, I totally <laughs> I totally agree with that. I would be interested to hear from Kaylee, like, who has a child. Like, what do you think about that? Well, like, um, there's this thing called, I think it's hegemonic, hegemonic myth. And it's, it's the perception that men are the dominant sex and that they're strong and they're independent and women, like, need to be protective and that goes along like you know you have this you know masculine and feminine like spectrum and you know these men are supposed to be so masculine and like you know so like 
they never cry they never show emotion mm. and like you know you know they they get rewarded by how many women they sleep with and like all this stuff and it's just like why why can't women do that too like why can't we never cry i don't cry <laughs> like why <laughs> why i mean sometimes but like not not i'm not going to cry in front of people but like you know, why can't I brag about how many guys I slept with? Mm. I mean, if I do, then I'm a slut. Mm. So, I mean, I got that a lot in, like, high school and college. Like, oh, she's a slut. She sleeps with whoever. No, I don't. I mean, I, I was selective, but, like, you know, like, why am I a slut? Because I have the same sexual fluidity as a man. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't I don't ever want my daughter to go through that type of judgment. Like, I know she's going to. Like, I know she's going to grow up in a society where, like, middle-aged white men determine what she gets to do with her body. Mm. Like, and that's why, why I'm here to, like, change that gender norm because, like... Men and women, like you, nobody deserves to be told what they can and cannot do because you can do whatever the hell you want within reason. Like you can't go out and murder somebody, but like (laughs) (laughs) you, you can, you can choose to love who you love. In my opinion, you should be able to choose to love who you love. You should be able to wear whatever you want to wear as long as it's not like hurting anybody. If you're like out there exposed, like, no, put that away. Nobody wants to see that. But, like, wear, <laughs> wear what you want to wear. Be who you want to be. If, you like, you want to be some, like, businessman during the day and you want to be a drag queen at night, okay, good for you. Do you. So, that's how I feel about it. Do you feel like people confuse gender norms and anatomy? For sure. Oh, yeah. 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 Because I feel like a lot of, um, and I think a lot of men do that they perceive that because the anatomy of my child is what they're supposed to be doing based off of because you know they have a penis or because you know my daughter is doing this it's and i feel and that's one of the things also my coworker was talking about is like so many people confuse those two things and real and they don't realize that that ha- those two things really don't have anything to do with each other yeah in a way of what the art in a way of what the argument is in today's society of what men of what women should be doing what men should be doing um but i still stand by it and i i thought about it and i and i if my four-year-old son was wearing a dress and i came home i think to me out is i'll be able to ask him that question of why he's wearing that dress and figure out why he thought of putting this on in the first place if it's because he saw like i said if it's because he saw a character he liked wearing a dress Okay, tomorrow he can be wearing a G.I. Joe outfit. Tomorrow he can be wearing Batman. He can be wearing whatever it is, but today he chose to wear a dress because he thought it was cool. Yeah. But then if he tells me, has a discussion with me that does not relate to those things, then that's when I'll probably have start thinking of ways to actually have this discussion with my son about what he thinks about his gender. Or And I know those things are like, he's four years old. But if he's, if he's four years old and he can tell me something that makes me think that he's thinking that, and I should be able to have that discussion somehow, some form of way with those kids. Well, um, and I think for, and Kaylee even said it, like the biggest thing is you want your kid yeah. to be happy and not take away that joy. And we, and I think that question we had last time when I said, what's the, what's the thing you miss the most is being a child. 
And we said being carefree. Your, your kids should still be able to have that, whether they're within gender norms or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I think I want to I want to I want to be fair too. Like it's not just men who who agree with Lewis Hamilton uh, and Kaylee who might disagree with you. There are quite a few women who think that hey, what he did was fine and what he said was fine, and who think that hey boys should only do certain things girls should only do certain things i've asked a few women like their opinion on what do they think if their son their future son or current son were to wear a dress in private public wherever and they all reacted the uh, same well most of them reacted the same way and say look i would not allow it i would not be happy about it it's not something that i think should happen and, you know, they said some other stuff that I don't agree with. Um, but my thing is, and Kaylee, I thought you said something that really, uh, <laughs> that I love. We talked about it a few weeks ago when we talked about the television show or Netflix show, Do the Right Thing. And we talked about Lola Darling, who has these uh, different partners, if you will, that she goes through and, and she owns the fact that she's not with them, any of them. She she can be with as many people as she wants to be. She owns her own sexuality. Um, and I love hearing, uh, some people would call it progressive, but I love just hearing a parent say that, hey, they want for their child to be as free and be as open and, and, and comfortable with themselves as they can. I feel, I always say this, but I feel like if, if, if we all just allowed each other to be a bit more open and honest, and if everyone was a bit more curious, we would all be better for it. Like if we just allowed other people to say, Hey, I do own my sexuality, or I do own the fact that I want to have sex with multiple people, or I want to wear this and I want to dress in this way. Another example is there's a new television show out we all say how much we love Blackish. I don't know if we've, we've given a shout out yet, but Grownish is a spinoff of Blackish and it just started airing on Freeform. And there's a character on there, a black young man who is confident in himself. I mean, I, I think he's this way in public, but especially on the show. And he wears women's clothing on the show. And. I may get the quote wrong, Ron. Maybe you heard it better than me. But in the show, he says, because I make this look better than anyone else could. And I'm like, <laughs> how dope is that? Like, you can never make this look as good as what I what I can. And what if everybody thought that way? I, I wish we all were a bit more open like that. So it's really refreshing to hear you, Kaylee, um, talk about and for and to your child like that um that they will be able to grow up in that way yeah for sure i mean i would definitely say that i'm a progressive person like i would even go so far as saying like i'm just a straight up hippie like but i agree with like what you said like i wish that people were more open and more accepting especially of like the lgbtq question mark community like, you know, honestly, you can edit this out if you really want to, but honestly, I think that, like, all these, like, um, 
like Republican like politicians are deep are deep down are gay. <laughs> they just aren't comfortable with <laughs> Well Nazi <laughs> Kaylee with the hot take. But I like, like it. <laughs> sorry. But that's I why... it, so I love you. <laughs> but that's why like they're always attacking that community. Like every like every week me and my friend talk about this. She's like I am just so disappointed that every week I don't see a Mike Pence gay sex tape. And I'm like, I know me too. (laughs) (laughs) I got the Google alert set up just waiting on you. Right? (laughs) For real. But it's just like, if if we were not so like closed-minded about things i think that like it wouldn't be that big of a deal we wouldn't have all these people fighting about it all the dang time like let them be like one mind your own business like don't worry about what goes on between behind somebody else's closed door mind your business. Yep. yeah exactly mm-hmm. and two like if it doesn't affect you like they're not doing anything to you directly like why do you care so and that goes along with the whole parenting thing. Like, mind your business. Don't tell me how to raise my kid. And if it does not directly affect you, like my kid didn't throw a ball at your face or something like that, then why are you, why do you care? Like, why do you care? Let let me do let me do me because I promise you that my kid is going to be a productive adult in society. Like, don't worry about it. Reach. Hey, now, I'll get off note. my soapbox. I mean, Kaylee, I'm <laughs> I'm about to ask you to be part of the podcast. Like, what what you doing every Tuesday? <laughs> I mean, I will special guest whenever you want, like whenever, because I do have a strong opinion. <laughs> so, Kaylee, I, I and I want to just ask this because I'm sure people listening may say, "Hey, you didn't, you know." play devil's advocate if you will but you do have a daughter okay so it's easy for you to say that you would do this if you had a son but do you think that your attitude would drastically change if you actually had a boy doing this as opposed to a girl um being a bit more uh active if you will do you think your attitude would change or do you or do you think your fiance's attitude would change um, I think his would just because, like, well, I don't know, because he's not, like, like, he's a big dude, like, you know, and he's got a big old beard in there, and, like, he is, he looks very masculine, but, like, he can be sensitive, like, he likes to sing, like. Why are you putting this business out there? Like... <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> <laughs> no, he really likes to sing, let me tell you, he likes to sing, he gets mad at me because I don't like to sing. But, um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. Cause like, there's just certain things that he's like, I want to be able to do this with my children. Like I want to be able to snowboard with my children. I want to be able to teach them how to play drums. Like I want them to learn how to garden because he's actually really good at gardening too. Like, yeah, he's, he's just like amazing all around, but, um, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but personally, 
I I will tell you that like I if my son wanted to wear a dress like go for it dude and I'll tell you why because I am so petty <laughs> I am so petty like and my daughter goes to daycare and um there's like the ones room and the twos room and she's obviously in the twos room right now and like but I have to put her lunch in the ones room so I go in the ones room and like they have these like little tutu skirts that the kids can play dress up with. And I'm not kidding you. Like at least once every two weeks. One little boy comes up to me. And was like wants me to help put him on. I'm like okay bro I got you. <laughs> exactly. And like I put it on him a little <laughs> Like you want this color or this color. Not- I think you should have both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and they're like purple and pink and red. And they're like all frilly and stuff. And these little boys just walk around with these skirts. Because they're pretty and they want to wear them. And like. Maybe I shouldn't do that because, like, they're not my kid and I don't know how their parents would react. But, like, they're not going to see it, so I don't care. <laughs> like, <laughs> if, that's my, if, if that's my little jab to society to say, huh, he ain't going to, like, live up to no gender roles, then, okay, there it is. <laughs> right. And so, like, the other side of that is <laughs> how would you react if, and, and it sounds like your fiancé is dope, I feel like you should give him a shout-out. I hope he listens. Uh, but how would you react if your fiance uh, did not agree with you? Like, how would you two? How do you think you two would handle that, or how would you handle that with them? Well, we probably have it out. Like, we probably like yell about it because, like, I'm like, I would tell him, like, I don't want to raise him like this, and then you know, just go back and forth, like. That's a real conversation between, like, parents. Like, don't let anybody fool you. It's not always nice. Um, But, like, I I think that we would eventually come to a compromise. Like, it might be like, oh, well, don't let him do that around me. And I'd be like, okay, fine. Well, you know, in the mornings, like, Saturday morning when you're sleeping in, like, if he wants to wear it, I'm going to let him wear it. Like, I mean, we, we would come to a compromise because that is our parenting style. Like, we might not agree on everything, and we don't agree on everything. But at the end of the day, like, we're going to come to a compromise, and we're going to try and do what is best for our child. Mm. So. Mm. That's real. Well. I, I already got it. my Kaylee yeah. hashtag 2020 um, going, so, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> <laughs> if y'all don't hear from me, I'm over here making phone calls, uh, trying to get the campaign together. <laughs> All right, so um, we also have another topic on tonight's agenda that we want to talk about for a little bit. So I'm going to pass it off to you guys to explain a little bit more, because I, th- I think you have a little bit more yeah. of the details than I do. Alrighty. Well, uh, shout out to um, Dom Meatless Maven for sending us this question. Shameless plug: Go check out our YouTube videos if you are all about the vegan life, vegetarian life, or just looking for some delicious meals. Just check out her uh, YouTube video at Meatless Maven on YouTube. But she sent us a um, question to discuss, um, and the question topic was breastfeeding in public, and she wanted to know what us as uh, males would think about that and as well as the small discussion that went between Wendy Williams and Alyssa Milano uh, in a video they couple uh, in 2016 that came out about it 
Um, and obviously there's been all these articles and debates about women breastfeeding in public, whether it should be, you know, stopped or should let you know, women feed their babies. This is a natural thing that's happening. Uh, so you hear all this in the media. So I guess we can just dive right in from the beginning and um, I can kick it off really in the whole thing to me at first when I, I think it's like absurd to the fact that we're deeming this as the most inappropriate thing in the world for a woman to do in public is to feed her child. Um, and for me, where I come from, it's natural. Uh, it's part of life. If I grew up around uh, women breastfeeding their kid in front of us at church, no one cared because it's just that's nature happening. Your kid is hungry. The mom has the food to provide, the mom feeds the baby, the baby is happy, the baby is full, the baby goes to bed and lives their life. That's the circle of life and half the life, half the circle of life. But it's just, it just doesn't make sense to me. Um, and the thing that to me that was so like, uh, when you come to America and everyone is so like, oh, boobs. Um, don't show boobs don't show those things but when it comes to like a movie and they ain't no boobs first people are like man they ain't show no titties in this movie where are they titties at <laughs> and I'm just like what reviews do you listen to like, <laughs> like huh it's just general it's just a general like if there's a movie and there's a sex scene and someone's talking like then that's when they show the boobs and it's like the, it's okay to show the boobs there in a movie and we see it all the time but when it comes to a woman feeding her kid it's the most ridiculous thing they've ever seen like and you have also other women shunning other women who are feeding their kids like you should be in private you should be doing that somewhere else like no one wants to see you breastfeeding your kid woman you have the same body part as her like right? <laughs> i just don't get i don't get i don't get what the the big deal is i honestly don't and maybe i'm going off top uh, uh going over the board reaching but to me it's just i think women should be able to do whatever they want with one their kid it's their kid and two it's part of life your mama did that for you mm -hmm. you weren't aware of it but your mom was doing that for you at some point in your life so now all of a sudden that you're grown and think you, you because you if that's the case stop going to strip club if you're so offended of seeing mm -hmm. boobies stop going yeah <laughs> yeah uh, i mean it's just that simple like if you're getting mad because of that but that's my take on it um it's not a offensive thing to me because i grew up around it um, in our culture, it's that's something. It's the kid is the most important thing. If the kid needs food, the mom will feed the kid and then mm -hmm. move on with life. It's just this just how it works. If you see your own animals do it, you don't put a blanket over your animal that's feeding its puppies. Your dog, you don't put a blanket over that. <laughs> you don't put a blanket over your cow in the farm feeding its calf. There's actually a really because funny it's... picture about that. Like, the exact same thing <laughs> that you just said, there's a picture out there of that. And you look at it, and you're like, that looks so stupid. <laughs> like, why would you do that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, uh, so that's my intake. I don't know if the guys want to share before we have Kaylee sharing, but uh, I think it would be better that way. But um, whoever can take it. Well, I think, I think because, um, and I think you mentioned it, like, it came from a clip from Wendy Williams' interview of Alyssa Milano and I, I mean, I would be curious to hear, like, your thoughts overall, but I would also be curious to hear, like, your thoughts against, or your thoughts about other women. Well, I guess that's kind of saying what, or thinking about what you, 
or what side you're going to land on. But your thoughts on other women criticizing other women for what they choose to do for their kids. So. Well, I think I could jump in because I'll be a, a little bit of devil's advocate because I'm not in full agreement as maybe you guys are. So I'll start off by saying I don't find it offensive at all. And if I saw it, maybe I will make comments to the person I'm with, but I'm definitely not the type of person who would feel like I need to report them or call security or call, you know, try to get the woman in trouble or anything like that. To me, it's definitely not th- not mm-hmm. that big of a thing. But I do kind of feel like that, given the society that we live in in America, that it should be covered if you're going to be doing it in public. So I, mean, I get your arguments against that, and I do kind of understand that maybe it's because that we're over-sexualizing the entire body part in this scenario, but we are in a society where that's where the way it is. And I do feel like that maybe there should just be a little bit of discretion there. Then feel free to do it in the lobby or in the park or something. But I do feel like there should be a little bit of something just so that way there's not completely out in the open. Cause there are people out there who you really don't want seeing that type of stuff just because of how nasty and disgusting people out there are like that homeless dude, or even just some random dude that's just walking down in a suit. You never know what they're thinking or what they might be planning just based off of that. So that's kind of where I lie on it. I'm definitely in support of the general idea. For sure. Um, well, I did watch the video. I've seen it before. Um, I mean, it makes me a little heated because I personally do not like Wendy Williams. Like, I find her to be very irritating. <laughs> so I'm watching I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, shut up. <laughs> but... um. We we live in, I'm going to put on my feminist hat for a second, like, we live in a patriarchal society where, like, now women's breasts have been sexualized. Like, you know, woman is, like, breastfeeding her baby, but, like, it's, you know, you got porn on your phone and you're watching a woman get screwed. Like, okay, well, why why can't, you know, she feed her baby, but you can have, like, that stuff out, or you can be walking by, like, a Victoria's Secret store and, like you know, see a lot more than what she's showing, and I, my personal story is, like, I didn't go out in public because, like, I didn't breastfeed my daughter that long just because I was, like, in a stressful situation and I stopped producing milk, so I had to end up, like, feeding my daughter formula, but, like, I, I didn't feel comfortable going out in public because, I, I, one, I lived in Florida, and you know there's, like, a lot of freaks down there, so I, (laughs) I don't, and (laughs) I didn't want anybody looking at me like that, and I do it because, one, it makes me uncomfortable, and two, because I have respect for my fiance that I don't want anybody else looking at me like that but him, Mm. so, like, Mm. I, um, I support it. Like, if you want to do it and you want to, and you feel comfortable, like, go for it. Like, you know, that is natural. Like, that is how your baby um, feeds and how they get their nourishment and all the nutrients and stuff. I mean, not to say that they can't get it from formula. Like, fed is best. Like, I support that. Like, um, but if you can do it, like, go for it. And I would like to also say that, like, you know, women do get comments and, you know, people say, oh, that's indecent exposure. No, it's not. And it is federally 
protected that you can feed your baby in public and not be arrested. So, um, and it, it does, and it also really bothers me when, um, other women, you know, criticize a woman who's breastfeeding. Like, no, we have to do better. Like, women, empowered women should be empowering women. Like, don't, don't let your sister be treated like that. Don't. Like, you don't know what she's been through. You don't know, like, maybe she can't afford formula and this is how she's got to feed her baby and her baby's hungry right now. Would you rather have that kid crying or would you rather have that kid, you know, fed and satisfied? So, I don't know, like, I could go, like, on and on about this just because, like, we shouldn't be treating people like this. And that's ultimately what it comes down to. Don't treat people like that. And, you know, mind your damn business. (laughs) It comes back to that. Like, mind your business. If you don't, if you don't want to see it, don't look at it. Don't look at it. Like, avert your eyes. Like, it's not that hard. Like, some, most, more often than not, like, the women are, like, trying to be in, like, a corner or, you know, somewhere where, like, nobody can really see her. And there are, like, stores and, like, like I know for a fact, like, Disney World, they have a specific room for breastfeeding. So, like, some stores, like, will have that if you ask or, you know, or, like, even at some jobs, like, you know, maybe your kid's in daycare at your job. Like, you can go breastfeed your baby and there should be, like, you know, an area for that. So, I saw someone. Uh, there was an article on. Uh, uh, I think it was a Huff Post, and uh, it was like trying to debunk some of the arguments people are saying you hear out in the debate. Um, and I saw one that I thought was pretty interesting. The argument was saying, "Just go in another room, stay at home. Nobody wants to see that." And in the article, it said. <clears throat> Mothering is already an isolating, exhausting business, and to tell a woman to that for several hours a day she has to be sequestered and is dehumanizing. I've heard women decried for going about their business in the grocery store or at church while nursing their child. These women are multitasking, and where where no one finds fault with a propped bottle, fault is found here. It's hard enough to be a mother without being told a laundry list on ways and places you can do some something as simple as feeding your child without offending the sensitive masses, especially when seeing something over and over is the best way to normalize it. There are many people who suggest that a nursing cover as a, uh, as an acceptable alternative. I invite those to please commit to eating all meals under a blanket. It's hot, it's annoying, and most babies will scream, squall, push the blanket aside. Not exactly discreet. Um, and that's saying that last part about the covering up uh, my coworker was telling me she's she's a really tall uh, woman, and she used the I don't know what it's called. The Kaylee, maybe you can help me out, but like it carries the baby and it like kind of straps around your shoulder, and she, you can breastfeed and like do whatever you need to do while you're in a, like in a public area, but it covers the baby up. And she was saying like people are so nosy, and always they see a baby and they're like, oh, I want to see the baby. And since she's so tall, they'll try to peek up to see what's going on. And she's like, hey, you're about to see my titty. So if you want to see it, there's my baby. <laughs> and she had to warn people because they were being so nosy about how, you know, 
they want to see a baby and and, and everyone's so excited about seeing a baby but once they see that you're breastfeeding it's like oh my god you have that out and you're doing that with your kid right like, like you're a pariah or like, something like all of a sudden now you're the bad person for breastfeeding your kid um, yeah but i think that's just how it is and ron i can see ron's point as well saying like we're in a society where we sexualize everything and there are creeps out there who can be smacking their thing while you're breastfeeding and that's another protection that we have to and that's another thing that's so it comes down to respecting women it's just like we just see everything they do and everything they do in this world is objectified as sexuality and they have to be used as a prop for a man's sexual needs and it's sickening and sad to see that when it comes to feeding a baby people we have creepy ass men in this world that use that to get off on um, and I don't know it's just yeah it's just crazy mm-hmm. yep well like I'm not saying all men think this way I'm just saying a lot of men think like oh those like even Wendy Williams said it like oh those are just for sexual pleasure like no they are for feeding my child yeah. <laughs> like granted yes they can be used for sexual pleasure and sometimes that is encouraged <laughs> but when it comes down to feeding my baby mm-hmm. like <laughs> no that is for the child it's not for you like hands off so like i mean yes they have like overly sexualized them but like maybe it's just because they're just being like whiny children like oh i can't have it you're right you can't (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i think Uh, there is something to be said about like the fact that in this country that people shame women for providing nourishment to their child and like i'll be honest like sometimes I'll be in public, and I will, I, 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 I don't know if it's natural or not, but may, hell, maybe I've been conditioned to feel like this, but like, I'll be at Target, and I'll look to my left, and I'll see like, you know, uh, the soap section, and I'll look to my right, and I see a woman nursing her child, and yeah, I jump a little bit, like, oh, wait, 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 I should look back to my left, I should look back to my left, but then, immediately, I'm like, oh, okay, Brian, go about your shopping, and mind your business like you should have did when you first walked in the store, (laughs) like, the only reason you're here is because of your business, Um, but I can't imagine, like, I would never imagine myself, like, going to that woman and be, oh, my God, how dare you ruin my Target experience because you felt the need to feed your child. How rude of you. Like, I can't imagine that, that and I know there are people out there like that. I can't imagine, like, um, ever feeling that, that, feeling that I need to do that. Um, it's crazy, though, because, like, having been, me and my girlfriend, we traveled to Europe over the summer last year and when I say it was just natural we saw many women breastfeeding we saw many people wearing lots of things that exposed a lot of different stuff and they felt so comfortable and natural just doing that uh it feels like a different universe almost and I I wish more people I wish more people would be able to experience that because then I feel like, um, you know, 
we could bring some of that back to this weird country and uh, be able to share it and, and be a little bit more weird ourselves or weird or different ourselves. Um, I think there's power in weird. So, I don't know. That's my opinion. Well, we'll see what the listeners think about it. Yeah, let's see what the listeners think. I'm sure we'll have, uh, hopefully, Mitless Maven will respond since it was her question. I hope you have some good uh, topics you can bring back to us. But listeners, yeah, let us know. Um, because it was nice to have Kaylee's input, the best. but also we want to hear the rest, the rest of your guys' input on this. Whether you agree with us, disagree with us, agree with Kaylee, think she's crazy, she don't know what she's talking about, we still want to hear it all. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Ron, close us out, my brother. All right, yes, yeah, like my man's coming right say, we definitely want to hear from y'all. If y'all want to get at us, you can get us at the Who's Man's podcast at gmail.com that's our email we on social media facebook instagram and twitter all at who's mans and don't forget however you're listening to this itunes soundcloud stitcher whatever it is make sure you hit the like subscribe ratings review let people know what you're enjoying about the podcast and let us know what you're enjoying and what you're not enjoying we want to keep making it better for you so once again thank you kaylee for coming out and joining us great conversation it's great having your input nice to have someone you know definitely not coming here to speak for all of them but just coming here to speak from your perspective and we appreciate that so dope yeah for sure it's it's really an honor to like be on here because i've been listening to you guys from since the jump and you know you guys make me laugh like you make me think about things from another perspective and it's it's great to be a part of this so i appreciate it oh, I love i'm not guys. about to cry though i ain't about to cry like can't even listen to us for the joke oh man (laughs) (laughs) alright Kaylee do you got any plugs you want to drop do you want them to get at you anywhere or do you want them to leave you alone Uh, no you can (laughs) you can definitely at me on twitter Um, uh, my twitter name is at k underscore underscore hill um not giving you my Instagram because you need to mind your business, and that's where all my pictures of my kid are. Hey. So, but <laughs> yeah, I don't get those privileges. Definitely hit me up on Twitter. Like, you know, I can get in an argument if you want, or I can answer questions. Either or. <laughs> <laughs> she's ready. That's what she say. Come correct. <laughs> oh. All right. All right, Kyra. Can I get at you? Hey, you can find me on. Well, I feel like I was about to bust out a song real quick. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Love music. Dev fella underscore Connie. Uh, you can catch me on Instagram at Big C22. Cahill, thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate you, as always. Um, before I leave, I got to leave you guys with a little some something for our, uh, our listeners that are going through some stuff. So I got two quotes. One... I dropped it on Twitter earlier today, but uh, I'm going to say it again to my listeners. So if you had a rough week, had a rough Monday, have a rough weekend, um, you can say this to yourself out loud, read it, but it's going to say, you're no longer a slave of fear, depression, anxiety, abuse, hate, negativity, etc. Anything that's pulling you down. Just remember you're a child of God, a child of this earth. 
a child of love and you are a warrior you will defeat that darkness you are loved and you are worthy so don't forget that um and my last one i saw and i thought it was pretty it's by s sc laurie and it says be confused it's where you begin to learn new things be broken it's where you begin to heal be frustrated it's where you start to make more authentic decisions be sad because if we were if we are brave enough we can hear our hearts wisdoms through it be whatever you be whatever you are right now no more hiding you are worthy always so finish off your weekend on a on a good note we're recording this on a monday a little early but i hope the rest of your week was blessed i hope you got the best news at work the best news in the family and I hope your weekend is on point on all. And I hope the weather is warm. It's starting to warm up a little bit. At least it is over here in Virginia. So it's a little, it's a little better. People are happier. So um, be blessed. Be loved. And don't be a hey. loose man. It's because we're going to find y'all asses. <laughs> hey. I be shocked. Hey, don't at you. me. At God. On a serious note. Man, Conrad, I really appreciate you giving out these words of wisdom and also posting these on your Twitter. If you're not following uh, Conrad on Twitter, then you're probably not having the best day um, because he's definitely helped me out with some of the stuff he's posted. Um, also, on a, on a serious note, Kaylee, I appreciate you spreading the message of happiness and the importance of our kids being happy. Um, and allowing them to live their full life and be be them be, their best self. Um, on a not so serious note, uh, I just heard that uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin was on Raw. <laughs> and if you don't know who that is, and you don't know what Raw is, <laughs> then you're not a fan of wrestling, and you whack. Uh, <laughs> and I heard he gave a few Stone Cold stunners to a few people. And that made my night. So, y'all be blessed, and everybody else be blessed. <laughs> Ron, take us out. <laughs> I definitely need to Man, let me license. tell you. <laughs> me too, because I'm like, what? When you press stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, anyone who can get at me, you can catch me on Twitter, at TaylorMadeLife. Um, Snapchat, same thing. Holla at your boy. I'm always on to talk about whatever. All right. Go, go hang it out of here. Hey, Jared, don't come hey. to my city again without telling me. Hey, Jared, you can you can ride <laughs> all the private jets you want to. Okay, but you can. But still. <laughs> I'm not I'm not <laughs> I'm as good as you, Yeah. You <laughs> <laughs> can't really hate on that. <laughs> hey, stop eating detergent, y'all. Stop eating damn detergent, and you're going to die. Stop eating Tide. Hey, natural selection. And Darnold. For real. Hey. <laughs> hey, right? <laughs> Maybe they meant to. <laughs> Damn, KB. You gotta be <laughs> Darnold, ain't no shout-outs right. coming up for you. I'm gonna still snatch that back from the <laughs> <laughs>